1: Lucerne, December 1956. A winter wind blows over the small Swiss town. The snow covers the streets and the rooftops of the houses. It is nighttime, but colorful garlands hanging from every window give the streets a festive atmosphere. Because tonight is Christmas. Merchants scatter handfuls of salt on the frozen sidewalks. They have extended their closing time in hopes of attracting a few extra customers. And among the cheerful crowd of pedestrians, there is a couple of American tourists who have no intention of staying in their hotel all evening long. Accompanied by Barbara, their 10-year-old daughter, they stroll through the old town in search of a gift, something different, more unique than usual. It must be said that these two 40-year-olds are the heads of Mattel, a toy manufacturing company, and there's no shortage of wooden horses or dolls at home but the hours pass and still nothing. Barbara now wears a sad and disappointed expression on her face. They can't possibly go back empty-handed. Her parents try to reassure her, but in vain. The young girl walks with tears in her eyes when suddenly a shop catches her attention. Smoky, poorly lit, littered with bottles of alcohol, cigars and erotic magazines. It's anything but a store for children. Her father immediately tries to steer her away, but it's already too late. Barbara has seen something special in the display window. A doll, but for adults. And paradoxically, her parents will soon draw inspiration from it to create one of the most famous toys in the world. Hello, I'm Fabrice. Welcome to the Fabulous Destinies. Today I'm going to tell you about a doll that revolutionized a world of children's toys. Blonde with blue eyes, slim figure, and an entirely pink universe, she is an icon of global popular culture. Her name, Barbie. Between highly gendered stereotypes and a symbol of women's empowerment, discover her fabulous destiny. On that December evening in 1956, in the display window of a Swiss store, young Barbara Handler sees a doll that is very different from all the others she has seen before. Not a chubby little girl of a plastic baby, but a figurine with the body of an adult woman. Her figure has pronounced curves, her outfit is alluring, her lips are sensual, and her slanted eyes are heavily made up. Named Lily this fashion doll embodies a certain sexual fantasy and for a few years now she has been all the rage among men in Germany and Switzerland. Barbara gazes at her for long minutes and she doesn't see her at all from that perspective. For her it's a limitless playground, a puppet on which to project all her childhood and future teenage desires. She is fascinated, That night, Barbara returns to the hotel room with the lily doll as her Christmas gift. And in the following days, until they return to the United States, she doesn't part with it. She plays over and over again, imagining a whole range of scenarios never considered before. Her mother, Ruth, watches her, and what she sees is simply the future of toys for little girls. After their trip to Switzerland, Ruth and Elliot Handler return to the United States with their daughter. They have several copies of the Lily doll in their suitcases. For three years, they work on a prototype and present it at an international fair in New York in 1959. Their new toy, a fashion doll with a slim waist, long legs, and a voluptuous bust. She wears a black and white striped swimsuit and slightly less makeup than Lily, but overall, she's a perfect replica. As for her name, Ruth decides to give her daughter Barbara's nickname, Barbie. For the time, it's a revolution. Until then, dolls only represented children or babies to be cared for. But Barbie is a woman. She is less provocative, but just as independent as her erotically portrayed European version. The target market, little girls. Barbie aims to be a symbol of everything they could dream of becoming and the success is immediate. Soon, all American toy stores prominently display Barbie in their shop windows. In just a few months, Barbie becomes the must-have doll. Initially a platinum blonde, Barbie soon comes in brunette and redhead versions. Her proportions are adjusted to a more natural size, and from the early 1960s, her story is told in small novels. It is at this time that Mattel, the company owned by Ruth and Elliot Handler, acquires the rights to Lily. Sales continue to rise and the couple would prefer to avoid a plagiarism lawsuit. And besides, the sexualized aspect of the German doll Lily must not tarnish Barbet's perfect image. At first, Barbie embodies the ideal American woman with her slightly submissive slender eyes, her lovely house, her elegant yet modest outfits, and Ken, her boyfriend, she checks all the boxes of the stereotypes of the time. But over the years, Barbie evolves. Ruth Handler, her creator, wants her to become a symbol of women's emancipation in the workforce. This marks the beginning of a global success that will continue for decades. Before we continue with this episode, a quick break to give the floor to our partner without whom this podcast could not exist. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe, every day, at Saks.com.
1: From the 1970s onwards, Barbie's outfits and activities diversify significantly. She becomes a police officer, a doctor, an astronaut, an airline pilot, a ballet dancer, and even the President of the United States. Barbie does every job, but her world is also filled with vacations and leisure activities where she engages in various hobbies. She can be found participating in sports, driving her car, or relaxing at the beach. It's also during this time that her face becomes rounder, with more realistic features that give her a youthful and friendly appearance. Now she has a straight gaze, and every advertisement is accompanied by the phrase, We can do anything, right Barbie? Her style also embraces the custom of each era. In the late 1970s, Barbie becomes a hippie. Then comes Malibu Barbie, a surfer with impeccable tan lines. In the 1980s, she adopts a rock look, colorful and eccentric, before being presented in more glamorous versions. Ruth Handler, her creator, closely follows fashion trends to ensure that her doll is always as trendy as possible. After all, she is a fashion doll. Over the decades, Barbie models have also benefited from technological advancements. Soon Barbie can bend her knees as her plastic body gradually becomes more flexible, her hair becomes increasingly realistic and can be combed and styled. In the 1990s some Barbies are even equipped with a miniature speaker and can speak phrases. However, the same issue still arises for her creators. How to reach girls worldwide if their iconic doll always has the same features and skin color? Ruth and Elliot Handler decide to launch a new, more diverse range that will skyrocket Barbie's success. Black, Japanese, Hispanic, Indian Barbies now grace the store shelves. These new models sell like hotcakes all around the globe, firmly establishing Barbie as an icon of global, popular culture. In 1997, Mattel sells its billionth doll, It's estimated that 92% of American women have owned a Barbie between the ages of 3 and 12. But starting in the 2010s, sales declined significantly. Even in 2009, for Barbie's 50th anniversary, top fashion designers give her a makeover. Dior, Vuitton, Jean-Paul Gaultier, Karl Lagerfeld, but such events are no longer enough to revive the brand. Barbie faces fierce competition from the internet, video games, and the hundreds of other dolls now in the market. And let's not forget that the beauty ideal embodied by the blonde, blue-eyed, angelic-faced, and supposedly perfect-bodied Barbie no longer resonates with everyone. Times have changed. Barbie is accused of perpetuating an outdated and regressive image of women, far from the original ambitions of her creator. To bring Barbie up to date, a radical change is necessary. And that's exactly what mattel does starting in 2016 by launching three new barbies barbie tall taller and slimmer than the original barbie petite with a more childlike and petite body and barbie curvy with rounded curves less bust but a wider waist hips and thighs it's a revolution in a doll's marketing approach barbie curvy even graces the cover of time magazine It's also the first time that Barbie is not only presented as a toy for girls, but also for boys. In the same vein, Barbies with disabilities are introduced in 2019, as well as non-binary dolls with a more gender-neutral appearance and transgender models. Of course, the blonde, blue-eyed Barbie with the entirely pink world remains the best-selling model. Critics continue to reproach her for shaping the minds of young girls, and rightfully so. However, it must be acknowledged that this doll, over 60 years old, has always managed to adapt to the time she has gone through and has yet to reinvent herself. That's precisely the promise of the Barbie movie released in July 2023, starring Ryan Gosling as Ken and Margot Robbie in the lead role. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. Feel free to share with us stories that you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform or via Baba Bam's Instagram or Twitter page. We'll be happy to discover them.